Welcome to Splendid Health Podcast. As time goes by, people are taking action over their health in their present and future. Thinking about being healthy and protected in the years to come has become crucial in our lives. That's why Pamela, who is a licensed agent in over 20 states and also very passionate about supporting families and businesses, is now giving valuable information in order to find the perfect fit in your look for health and protection in your present and your future. So, thank you for tuning in and let's find together the path towards a splendid health. Pamela with Splendid Health Podcasts bringing in today about health insurance terms. So I know it's a boring topic, but it's very resourceful. You need to know it. You need to learn it, especially now with open enrollment just right around the corner. So whether you've got your marketplace plans or whether you've got a work plan or you're under your COBRA insurance, it's all good. The terms are the same. You just need to know how to apply it. So I'm going to go ahead and do a little rundown of every definition, um, not every definition, but the main concepts. And then from there, I'll go ahead and jump into some scenarios. So let me start off by saying copays. This is the one thing that most of you guys know. Um, when you visit a doctor, sometimes you've got a $25 charge. Sometimes you've got a $50 charge. It all depends on your insurance plan. Sometimes you don't even have to pay anything out of pocket because you have no copay. So it's all there. The copay exists. Um, copays are those dollar amounts set for doctor visits, your prescriptions, or other services each time you use it. Now, copays do... Um, Take a factor into deductibles, but for right now, just know that co-pays are a set amount. Um, after the co-pays, we're going to go ahead and look into your co-insurance. Co-insurance is a percentage of cost once you meet your deductible. When I say percentage, it goes into play with your co-insurance of 80-20s, 70-30s, or 60-40s. Those are just some examples out there. Most, those are the majority but again, those are just examples. Deductibles are a set dollar amount that you meet until your insurance pays for some healthcare services. So again, copays are a set amount, deductibles are a set amount. Your coinsurance is a percentage. Now, copays, doctor visits, prescriptions, maybe urgent care visits. Deductibles is that set amount, that's that amount set that you have to meet. So if you have a deductible for $1,000, know that you're going to have to meet that $1,000 deductible before your coinsurance takes place. That's why the set amounts are placed first and then you get hit with the whole percentage. Um, so after we go ahead and do that, after you your deductible has been set and has been met, you've got your max out of pocket. So your insurance plan doesn't just stop at a deductible. At a deductible, there there's also a continuation which is called a maximum out of pocket, which in short terms is max out of pocket, which is the second part needed to reach before the insurance pays full amounts per that year. Now. When I say per that year, is that every time you go ahead and meet your max out of pocket, first you meet your deductible, then you reach your max out of pocket. Every time you meet those numbers, regardless of how high the amount is, it resets itself every year. So if your policy is from January 1st or January 15, 2021 through January 15, 2022, come January 15, 2022, your, your, your deductible starts all over again. So, um... Again, all that depends on the start 
um, start date of your work plan or your marketplace plan or the insurance plan you're on, whether it's privately as well. But um, well, I, I should I should go back. Private plans differ in the sense that they have um, there's different options. But I know for the most part with group plans, which is our work plans with the, through your job or through the marketplace, the coinsurance, the deductibles, and the copays are fairly fairly the same same principle. Um, they all they all are there throughout the year. At the end of the year, it resets itself, so you have to start all over again. So that's a good thing to know, and that's a good question because I've been asked that a lot. So you'll be surprised about how many people don't know. Um, even I didn't know. I had to get licensed to know and learn this stuff. So if you didn't know, don't feel bad about it. It's no big deal. It, majority of us don't don't know. Well, so um, another thing that uh, I want to go ahead and say is as far as your your restarts, all of that is something that you need to go ahead and discuss with your agent. If you don't have a personal agent, it's always a good thing to do to have one. Um, or you can call customer service. I know customer service, you've got your wait time, you've got your hold, you've got all that going on. So um, like I said, it's, you know, in retrospect, it's better to have your, your health agent so that you have somebody to go to or discuss your concerns rather than just going to customer service and then everything having been like, um, a conversation with a stranger that you don't know and that might not be able to understand the situation that's going on. Um, so, and a lot of those customer service reps aren't licensed agents, so they're not able to assist you with answering so many of those detailed questions that you might have. So that was a good thing to have your, your local agent there available. Um, let me go ahead and by just first, let me just start by saying, by starting off, I'm going to start off with different scenarios using those terms that I use, the co-pays, the deductible, the max out of pocket and your coinsurance. Those are the four main main terms we need to we need to go ahead and consider. There's all there's plenty more, but those are the the main ones to look when you when you want to go ahead and when you're looking into renewing your policy. Those are the the four things that you need to consider because all of those affect the premium, your monthly payment, and also they affect you as far as what you what how much money you have to come up front with when you have to use your health insurance plan. So. Um, on one of the scenarios here that I've got, I've got like a hospital bill for a patient with high blood pressure. Now these are these are all examples. These are not. I'm not pulling. I'm not pulling up real numbers here on patients. All of that. I I don't want to. I see numbers, so I'm going to go ahead and just correlate some of those numbers with the scenarios. But I'm going to make it very simple and easy so we can go ahead and understand it. That and I don't want to go and cross over any HIPAA boundaries or or, or any of that. So. Um, one of the examples here is that you go to the hospital for, let's say, high blood pressure. You get an overnight stay, you've got your doctor fees, you've got your hospital fees, you've got your service fees, you've got your lab work, your diagnostic lab work, all that stuff goes into play. And let's say one night stay, you ended up 3447 Now I'm being generous. Let's say everything put together, you're about $3,500 for that visit, for that hospital visit. Again, I'm being very generous with the numbers, but I just want my my point here is for you to realize how to realize and input how those numbers work into play if you ever have to use your insurance or you know that's what you have to figure that's what you have to consider when you apply for a health plan or renew your health pl health plan. Um, so on this in this example, if you know we've got a deductible, let's see if we've got a deductible of two thousand dollars and a max out-of-pocket $5,200, okay? So we've got a low deductible, and then we've got a lower max out-of-pocket. 
the patient there is responsible for the $2,000 first. Now remember, the bill was for $3,447. The patient is responsible to meet the first deductible, which is $2,000. That gives us a balance of $1,447. The balance of $1,447 gets applied to the coinsurance. So the coinsurance differs whether it's 80-20, 70-30, 60-40, 50-50, all of that differs. But in this example, I'm going to go ahead and use the 80-20. From the balance of the 14-47, you've got, let's, we're going to do the coinsurance of 80-20. So what that means is that 80% after you pay the, the individual deductible, which was the $2,000, 80% of the balance left over, which is the $1,447, the insurance will pay. 20% is up to the patient. So that said, the patient first pays the $2,000 deductible, then they have to pay the 20% up until they meet their max out of pocket. In this, in this scenario, the 20% is only like, it's only about $400. So the patient in total on this scenario paid $2,000 for the deductible, the individual deductible, and then $289.40 for the 20%. So in total, uh, for this high blood pressure, one overnight stay, the patient paid $2,289. Now again, I was very generous with the numbers. The numbers really weren't my main focus. It was just how it works when you're applying it in the whole like insurance world, how that works when you use it, and some certain scenarios that you can relate it to. Now, that was example number one, so it wasn't too bad. It was very simple, very like low-key, kind of some in and out, one overnight stay, and that was it. The scenario number two, I'm going to go ahead and change it a bit. I'm changing the deductible amount from, from 2000 to 6000 So in this scenario, our individual deductible is 6000 and our max out-of-pocket is 7000 Again, these are just numbers that I'm putting into play here. Um, same scenario, you know, the patient went to the hospital for high blood pressure, one overnight stay. It was the total cost for the, for that stay. The lab work, the doctor fees and the services was $3,447. Um, so in this case, because the deductible is set at $6,000, guess what? The insured, the patient had to pay the complete everything out of pocket out of his own pocket so 3447 came out of his pocket he he didn't reach or he she he or she didn't reach the six thousand dollars so they were you know they're liable to pay everything everything on their own so if you're if you're a person who has that money available up front then you know just always consider your deductibles always consider the scenarios what's going to play out because you've also need to know what kind of money you need up front or in your savings account if or in the event something did happen, whether it would be yourself or family. Now, all of these are individual numbers. When you go into family, we have an individual deductible and then we have a family max, maximum out of pocket. So all of that differs. So that's also another thing that you need to consider. Um, on the example number three, I changed a deductible. I went a higher. So I went from 2000, then I went from 6000. Now I'm up at an individual deductible of $8,000 your maximum out-of-pocket of, of $8,000. Now, I use these higher numbers because this is what I see here on, on, you know, typically with the marketplace plans here in Texas. Now, I am licensed in more than 20 states, so I'm using Texas because that's what I see a lot of, I see different numbers here and there, and Texas is just easy, like easily to recognize for me just because I see it more often. 
But on the third scenario, I went ahead and, and put into play a heart attack. The beginning stages. So you go to the hospital, you're there for a few nights, you don't really need like a heart surgery, you don't need any of that, but you you have to stay like a few days to make sure that everything's controlled, your blood pressure goes down and, and whatnot. Sometimes it's something that they can't control right away. It takes a week, it takes a few days, it could take two days. So in this scenario, it's at the beginning of the stages. I did like a typical like weekly stay, your doctor fees, your diagnostic fees, all of this for a heart attack here. The total amount was for $67,875. On this scenario, remember, we've got the individual deductible of $8,000, and then you've got your max out of pocket of another $8,000. So you've got a total of $16,000 that's going to come out of your pocket regardless. Um, here, and that said, on here, the patient pays the first deductible of $8,000. The insurance covers 80% of that, and then... The twenty percent is left up to the to the patient. Um, once the patient reaches that twenty percent, once which is the and the additional eight thousand dollars, then the insurance company pays a hundred percent. So here, the patient had to pay sixteen thousand dollars first before the insurance completely took over. Now again, this is for the for the year. Once that, if you have this heart attack in October. You pay the sixteen thousand. Guess what? In January, you have to start all over. And I say you start all over because that's normally when the the policies start all over again. Every every plan is different. They have different start dates. They have different enrollment periods. So it's like I said, these are just tentative timeframes, tentative numbers. But it's just scenarios so that you know how that goes into play or how the copay is used, how the coinsurance is used, how the deductible and how your max out of pocket is used. Um, here in the sense, if you did, if you did reach the $16,000 and then let's say you got at the hospital out of the week, you have to go visit the specialist, you have to go do more follow-ups, all of that, you don't pay anything out of pocket up until the year end. Reason why is because you met your max, you met your, your deductible. So that's always a good thing. Um, if for some reason you didn't meet your deductible, uh, then you would have to go ahead and keep paying out of pocket until you met that deductible. That's why it's just different scenarios and different numbers that I see and different needs that people have uh, really comes into play when you put all these numbers together. Whenever you, you get a health insurance plan, you can't just look, oh, what am I going to pay monthly? Because you've also got to think, okay, I got a family. Can I come up with $16,000 immediately out of pocket? Do I have $16,000 in my savings account? Do I have $3,000 in my savings account? Do I have $8,000 in my savings account? So all of this stuff is that you need to know, say, okay, if I choose a plan that has a higher deductible because it has a lower premium, a lower monthly payment, that's fine. Just make sure that your agent and that you understand, okay, in the event something did happen, this is the amount that you need to have saved in your bank account so that you can have that covered. Um, not so that you can have that money to cover those expenses. I know at the time, at, you know, at the mo the time when you're having a heart attack or the time you're having something go wrong, you're not thinking of, of, you know, working. You're not thinking of anything. I mean, you really don't feel good at all. Your family members are, are there with you. You have, you just on your own thinking like, oh my gosh, I just want to get better. But where does that money come into play? Well, it comes into play at that time when you, when you really do need it. And that's something that you don't think about because we think, oh, we always expect everything to be good, nothing to happen. Um, but, you know, 
things change, life happens, you have to be prepared. So always consider that whenever you, you're trying to renew to your policy, whether, it, you know, it doesn't matter what policy you want, what, what policy you're renewing, it's just so long you know what to expect whenever you come to use it. It's always good. This is why I say it's always good to have a consultation with an agent that knows and can go and do the breakdowns of this for you. They can discuss the different options. They can look into your budget. They, there's there's different a lot of other terms that come into play. These are the four basic ones that everybody runs into, that everybody gets confused, and that I get a lot of questions on, which is normal because, like I said, I didn't understand this until I learned it to get licensed, and then after I got licensed, I was able to apply it, so I really didn't understand it until after the fact. So um, if you feel like you should know this and you don't know it, well, don't feel bad because I had to learn it. I had to learn it too, but that was part of me um, learning the material to be able to better assist you guys. So that's what I'm here for. Um, and as always, you know, if y'all got any questions, I'm licensed in more than 20 states. You know, I'm licensed in Texas, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Utah, Ohio, Michigan, uh, Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, Kentucky, Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, I've, I got so many different states, Arkansas, Mississippi, Louisiana. So I get to look into the different states, look at different plans, different prices. Um, so here I am. Just call me. If we want free consultation, call me and, and see what we can do. But um, thank you for tuning in. I enjoyed this time. And hopefully, I you know, you're able to understand a little bit of what those terms are. You know, co-pays, your set dollar amounts for like doctor visits, emergency care. I'm, I'm sorry, urgent care, specialist prescriptions. You've got your co-insurance, which is that percentage amount. Um, you've got your deductible, which is that also that set amount. It's the individual deductible. And then you've got your maximum out-of-pocket deductible, which is another set amount that you've got to meet. Um, so just remember, you've got your co-pays, you've got your deductibles, then you've got your co-insurance, and then you've got your max out-of-pocket. Those are the four things and in that order. So that's what's going to determine, that's what's going to change everything. Um, again, thank you for taking the time to listen, and I will be tuning in next week to discuss more topics about health insurance, that or health. We'll see what's next. Everyone take care and stay safe. Bye.